Eat your young, huge, massive Irish talent, and as promised, another massive Irish talent. Cecilia Hearns on the phone line. How are you? Hello, hello. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to our annual chats. Our chin wag. I know. In a thousand different ways, as out on the 13th of April. And Cecilia, like when I was reading this, your 19th novel, that is remarkable. Like that's incredible. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. When you put it like that, it, it is. It's usually when I'm sitting here listening to, to lovely introductions, I kind of, you know, you don't think about your life until someone sums it up into 10 seconds. <laughs> it's incredible, though, because, I mean, that's a huge volume of work. That's a really huge body of work, considering you're so young as well, still. Do you want, do you know what I want to ask you about? Is relative values was you and your dad in the, was it two weekends ago? It was in the newspaper. And I yeah. loved how you said that following him around when you were younger on your weekends together, you would pick up characteristics on people. And I was just wondering, is that where the imagination started? Is that where it budded going, ooh, I'm going to retain this about this person and I'll turn it into a character, unbalanced, you know, when you're younger, later in life? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, of course, let's say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it came from. But I do know that I, sp- you know, spent a lot of time, like, um, not like my kids at the moment who always have something to do, like, mm. you know, iPads or whatever. I always tell them, put that down and look out the window. Look, just, but there's nothing to look at. There is. I, I spent a lot of my life, looking at windows or waiting at things or, you know, being at things with other adults where you didn't have a phone in your face or so um, a lot of time spent in my imagination certainly helped and meeting lots of different people out of sight mm. of my world, I think was really, really important. And just seeing, seeing the life <laughs> as it is, you know, c- you know, coming out of that little bubble that you're living in as a child. So yeah, I do think that helps. I completely think that as well. And I do worry about that if I'm being honest, like my daughter's life versus mine, like we were out, you know, building forts or pretending to be something on the water all summer and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, her life skills. Like she worries about buttering a bread and it rips where like I was building a fort that survived Canadian winters. So like you do worry yeah. about that. I think it's important to be bored, you know, to, yes. to have nothing to do because then you have to create something to do. You have to, I remember when I was younger, um, I didn't always love football. We were at football matches every weekend. I believe me, I, I learned I learned to absolutely adore it. Um, but I would just be watching the match like in my head, making up games with like the players on the pitch running around, and I would just be, you know, always in my head. I was, and I don't think I ever said to my parents, "I'm bored," because yeah, I mean, you weren't allowed to be in the eighties. No. <laughs> you weren't. You weren't. In the Indo magazine last weekend or two weekends ago, you did say that this book, your 19th in a thousand different ways, you feel is your best. That's a big statement. I know it's a big statement. I don't know if I should, if I'm going to regret that or not, but it is. I, I, it's my definitely my favorite. Wow. And I think it's the one that I've personally connected to the most since P.S. I Love You. Now, I always put my heart and soul into every novel. So that's not to say that none of the others yeah. don't mean it. But um, I just, I think I just emptied the tank in this one and really felt... It was, I felt so connected to this story. So it feels special for that reason. Um, and I think that all those 18 other books kind of led up to me writing this book. That's how it felt. I'm like, I thought I, I couldn't have written this if I hadn't written all those other books. So it felt kind it of very, sense. it felt very special. Yeah, it makes sense. And I know that, you know, with authors, not just yourself, but a lot of people kind of say, well, how much of that character is you? And most people kind of try to separate because obviously you have your imagination and your skill to write about people other than yourself. But mm. you think that maybe Alice, who is the center of this book, might be a little bit like you. Yeah. Now, in saying that, she is very different to me, but um, she is inspired by by elements of me. Um, 
I'll explain what it is quickly. Um, So Alice has the ability to see people's um, moods and emotions in the form of colours around their bodies. So she can see their aura. Mm. And just by looking at someone, she can know exactly how they're feeling. And then if the colour travels to her, then she can feel exactly how they're feeling. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to write a story about what it's like to be an empath and what it's like to be highly sensitive. And I got the idea a couple of years ago but didn't really know who my character was. So, you know, I always come up with idea first and then I try to figure out who the person is. Yeah. So I didn't really have my way in until I was pregnant with my third child and I experienced these aura migraines and they just, I didn't know what they were. I found them. Yeah, they're terrifying. Terrifying. Um, But then when I learned about them, I went to neurologist and we had a conversation about them and uh, I realized, well, that's my way in. You know, you kind of see this light and this brightness in your eye and I didn't want to write a, a magical fantasy novel. I wanted to write something that was very real. And yeah. I just found that there was a way in there. You know, hormones can affect the body. Um, there's lots of different reasons. There's synesthesia, that word I still can't say after <laughs> weeks and weeks of trying to say it. Um, you know, and so I wanted to figure out all of these phenomenal things that happen to people in everyday life that is not linked whatsoever to magic. So, yeah, that kind of gave me an inspiration to it. write the book. I mean, I suffer from those as well. So I was, I'm really fascinated to hear you say that. Um, and also that Alice in Wonderland connection as well. I've, Alice in Wonderland is one of my favorite books. Yeah. And, um, you know, the neurologist explained to me that Lewis Carroll also had aura migraines, which explained Alice in yeah, Wonderland that's perfectly. Incredible. You know, yeah. The, I mean, the garbled, rambling speech of the Mad Hatter, you know, mm. how nothing can make sense, how things seem far away when they're very close. I just, that all happens, you know, when, when you're um, having aura migraine. Yeah. So it's the, yeah, and I love that book so much. So that's why I called my character Alice. I felt like this was, this book, she's falling down her own rabbit hole, um, a very yeah. different kind of rabbit hole, but one that just kind of felt very connected to Alice in Wonderland. I think it's amazing. I, I got my copy during the week. I'm not going to lie to you and say I've finished it yet, but what I have <laughs> been reading is I really, really adore it. And there's something else that, you know, I connect with with you as well is, I feel like I am an empath and I, I there's lots of moments in my life where I'm like, oh God, I'm really worried about this person. And they might be a virtual stranger, but it's a feeling mm. that you can't fight. And it's just intrinsic in me. And it's, you know, I've had people in my life kind of go, Alison, take a step back. Like, what are you worrying about? It's not you. It's not, but you just know how that feeling could be for someone else. Yeah. And so many people um, aren't empaths and don't understand what that's like. Um, we say to people, you're, you're so sensitive in a negative way, you know, yeah. like that's a bad thing. Um and also sensitivity isn't just, you know, saying something to someone and then go, boohoo, you hurt my feelings. That's not sensitivity either. It's, it's as you said, being able to pick up on the feelings of other people, being mm-hmm. able to walk into a room and kind of sense, because not everybody's like that, I've noticed. And I, I wanted to show that in the novel, like my character has two brothers and their mother is very, um, a very difficult woman mm-hmm. to live with. And yes. when she kind of loses her temper there's the eldest brother who lets all of her colors go over his head there's poor Alice who is ducking and diving trying to dodge her colors and then there's the little boy who just absorbs everything so we all you know can live in the same household and yet experience life in very different ways and come out of it in very different ways and I wanted to show emotions as color so that for people who aren't empaths they can see how 
yeah. one kind word can pass to another or how one cruel word, word can really affect another person by seeing that colour travelling from one person to the next. It's just a fascinating idea, Cecilia. Like, it's really brilliant. And, I mean, continued success. And, you know, you've already got book 20 pretty much. Is it completely done? And 21 started? Like, it's remarkable. <laughs> and, of course, your books have been turned into feature films and then Roar, the TV series. Like, it's just your accomplishments are so... The list is long. <laughs> You're very kind. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you so I'm just much. taking it one step at a time. <laughs> well, that's not the bad, you know, it's not a bad approach. And thank you so much, Cecilia, for your time again. And, you know, I'm going to make up another excuse. I might not wait a year to talk to you to have you on the show again. Gladly. <laughs> thank Let's you. just meet for coffee. Yeah, exactly. I love that idea. Thank you so much. Take Bye. care. Bye. Weekend Breakfast with Alison Curtis. Playing the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today.